0: Welcome back to Second Hand News with JD and Emma. Hello. And hello. It's been 2 weeks. Um my wife had surgery last week, so we took off so I could take care of her. And in, since then, this news cycle has been wild.
1: It sure has. A lot has happened. We've had today A lot has happened.
0: <laughs> we've had mass shootings, we've had fake mass shootings like like you texted me earlier and you were like, "Hey, did you see about the mass shooting? And I'm like, "Another." And then I had to Google it to see that there was multiple reports of mass shootings in Georgia today.
1: Yeah, and didn't you say that they were like all connected in a way?
0: Like somebody was like just like messing around and calling a bunch of schools or some shit.
1: That's absolutely insane to me. That somebody uh, would do that
0: like the fact that we we haven't talked in like two weeks and there's been like multiple mass shootings. Um, what did I read the other day that really was like a crazy number? Um, no, no one wants to hear this, but none of the 606 mass shootings so far this year have been perpetrated by women.
1: Mm, yep.
0: Isn't that wild?
1: That is honestly insane and I have been seeing that all over the internet and men are very mad about it.
0: But there's no disputing it. It's 606 is a wild number to begin with. But the fact mm-hmm. that there's not one woman is, is just, it's not even mind boggling. It's kind of, you know, I, I hate to say expected at this point.
1: And what's also interesting is... um that November is Men's Mental Health Month, too.
0: That's news to me. I haven't even heard of that before.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's been news to a lot of people because it's all over TikTok right now because men are mad about that, that they didn't get any recognition for Men's Mental Health Month.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, I mean, do men, should men get recognition? Of course. I think men need... Some of the most attention right now <laughs> to get the mental health that they desperately need that they absolutely refuse to get.
0: Yep. Did you see? Like there was the there was a couple mass shootings, but I believe yep the a veteran was the one that tackled the Club Q shooter before a drag queen stomped him with her high heels.
1: Did you see the picture? of of his face
0: no but was it oh, bad
1: it was disgusting it was brutal <laughs> it was, that's what happens well deserved i can't believe well, that that happened and then fucking lauren bobert was posting about it on twitter being just like we don't stand for that like bitch you're the one who's been spewing that shit
0: perpetrating 24/7. it, 24 7 yeah
1: it makes no fucking sense, and you guys and, don't want to... Like, and the, whatever
0: fa- the family's not even agreeing to talk about it.
1: Oh, like, really?
0: of the suspected... Yeah, the family is, like, in cahoots, knowing how deranged he was, and they're not, like, cooperating with the police.
1: Oh, isn't he, like, related to somebody? Some fucking MAGA dude in...
0: Um, well, it's... Let me see here. The family of the suspected shooter is not cooperating with the police per the mayor. The donation page for Club Q is I vetted and tagged below. Oh, that was from our boy. I know that was from Under the Desk News. Have you ever followed Under the Desk News?
1: Oh, I like Under the Desk News. They're pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's where I saw that at. Um,
1: they have a good podcast, too. Oh, do they? Yeah. it's that's um, awesome. Be Interesting.
0: Hey, interesting good or interesting
1: <laughs> it's it's always a uh, a mix of both
0: <laughs> okay
1: i actually haven't listened to it in, in uh quite a while um but when they first started the podcast i was listening to it and i actually liked it
0: i liked the little like snippets it's hard for me to like watch new podcasts with all the information i take in daily you know what mm-hmm. i mean like where it's hard for me to start a new podcasts, but I'll follow their instant. Like I'm, I love Instagram um, because I actually do get the full stories and the links in the bio. And I enjoy mm-hmm. that more than any other app. Facebook is just ridiculous. I don't
1: even have one of
0: those. Yeah. Oh, in- Instagram, as you can tell, I follow some pages. That I've been sending you stuff that is
1: instagram's the worst place to send me anything i don't i don't open any messages on instagram you're gonna
0: one of these days you're gonna start reading them (laughs) right away and you'll come to the dark side and you will respond to my instagram dms where i'm like check this out check this out i
1: think i have like over 30 or 50 like unread messages on instagram right now i do always check my like Requested messages because I always get like men dick pics. in there or no not even dick pics um they yell at me because I I comment on their on their shit on when they comment stupid stuff and so then they will direct message me and so it'll go into there so I'll have arguments there I just had an argument with this guy Robbie it was a great time <laughs> it was so good he tries to get he's trying to get me to join his fucking Discord to go talk about fucking um being pro-choice and how abortion isn't murder but that's a whole other thing
0: <laughs> yeah i don't I even have that <laughs> do you use discord i've never no. used it before
1: so i i i've used discord in the past and it was during covid and when it was like i was trying to watch movies with people over like discord okay. um that's all i know about discord uh, but apparently, there's a. I think there's like it's probably a chat feature, almost like. um, Was it Twitch? Twitch, yeah. And I. I'll I fucking know. But apparently, him and his buddies want me to join his Discord so we can talk about how a person isn't murder. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not joining you and your random bro friends. He's like, bring your friends. I'm not. Robbie, go away. Well,
0: <laughs> speaking of people that need to go away, did. You know, the suspect who killed six people at Walmart um, was an employee and he ended yeah, up
1: like a night shift manager.
0: Yeah. Yep. The one in the one in Colorado was um, had a manifesto and all that. And like he was doing it on like trans day or something like that. Um God. But and the family's not cooperating because like he had a bunch of mental health things wrong with him, and he still was able to buy a gun six hours before doing that.
1: Yeah. Yep. What? What? That was Colorado.
0: That was the one in that and which one called in the Walmart one. Yeah. Okay. Which he killed himself before they could kill him. Um. Here's just some fun facts that I've read recently regarding gun violence. Um, America has suffered more than 3,600 mass shootings since 2014. It increased from an average of 272 back in 2014 to that 606 number that I mentioned earlier, how zero out of 606 have been women um, next, I have here gunman deaths per 100,000 people in the population. Hey, now that one makes sense. Let's skip that one. That one's... I, I, I don't understand how... I don't know what I read there. Um, 393 million. The U.S. has more guns than people with an estimated 393 million. Jesus. Like... That's 400 billion firearms, roughly. And that's just the ones that are legal. Think about it that way. That's just the ones that are legal.
1: Imagine how many ghost guns are out there right now, like.
0: Probably more than a legitimate number. Like if it's anything like drugs, like, yeah, we can go to the dispensary, but you could go, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's the same kind of deal.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: There have been 283 school shootings in the U.S. so far this year.
1: Oh, my God.
0: There's been 2,100 since the 1970s. So, 300, that's one-seventh of that number has all just been in the last year, not even including a 20. Think about it that way. Out of 2,100, 7% have been this past year as opposed to the last 50 years.
1: And I wonder, I wonder why. Wonder what's gone so fucking downhill in the past couple of years here in America.
0: (laughs) Out of all of those school shootings, um, there have been an average of 17 children killed. Is what the average is. Like It is absolutely insane. Um, But that's, see, and I'm the kind of person where... I am all for first and your second amendment right. Mm-hmm. All for it. Have your guns. I don't care, dude. I'm not gonna have one. Enjoy your guns. That's your right. But don't tell me that you don't like what I'm saying for the first amendment free speech, and then turn around and be like, Well, two is so important. Well, because of one, you have two.
1: Right.
0: You right. know, um and Everyone will say that oh they have them locked up in a gun safe and all that. No, no they don't.
1: No, my I my ex had his illegal gun just hanging out on a bookshelf in the middle of our kitchen at all times. Yeah. At all times.
0: Bedside no, table.
1: And, yeah, it's like and, and that that he was he was fucking like he was addicted, he was on drugs. You know, it and I didn't find out until later, but that's regardless of that. But the amount of people who, like, have that, even if it's, like, if they have one, they probably have more.
0: Yep. Speaking of guns, did you see that um, Elon Musk put out something about how he, he keeps his gun by a bedside?
1: I saw that on Twitter. I am so close to blocking him on Twitter. He drives me absolutely insane
0: so how do you feel about him reinstating trump's twitter
1: you know what fucking do it
0: yeah at this point he's
1: going to incriminate himself consistently
0: and the more information he puts out to the public the more likely he's going to denigrate his own character exactly Exactly. just let him
1: fucking be on there it's horrible i get like why people don't want it but let him do it just and, and let him just tweet and talk and and do whatever he fucking does because people take screenshots right when they see it.
0: Did you hear he lost a hundred billion dollars in net worth this year? Because Funny. Tesla. No, we'll, oh, talk, we'll talk about him sorry. later. Um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost a hundred
0: billion dollars because yeah. of how bad Tesla's stocks are.
1: And Apple is now considering taking um twitter off their app store and and
0: that was the next thing i had that that was the next thing i was gonna talk about i saw a thing that yeah elon musk said that if twitter gets removed from the apple store he's just gonna go ahead and create his new phone
1: he is such a fucking baby He, he is a baby with so much money He's but a real-
0: life happen- Tony Starks, but like as but like he's like a villain. He's like if Tony Starks was a
1: villain. he really is. Elon Musk is is you, Elon Musk is such a cancer to society. he i I honestly think that Elon Musk is one of the most toxic people in society right now, and he thrives off of it. He thrives off of it. And he's also also being... I I think he's a Russian informant. And I think that this whole Twitter thing is is a plan. It's a plot. He knows what he's doing. The EU wants to take it off of, like, everything there.
0: I don't even have any more words left for him. Like...
1: He's a lost fucking cause. He really is. He's just a disgusting human being.
0: (laughs) Well, no, it's okay. Tell me how you really feel.
1: Oh, I could go on and on about Elon Musk, and he just needs to fucking wear a diaper and shut the fuck up.
0: Well, I saw that, and this is not, like, Elon Musk, it's just another rich person that's caught my eye. Do you know who Jerry Jones is? He is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys football team. Oh, okay. Um, Very, very rich dude. Um, But... He was actually there was an old photo that came up that back when Little Rock, Arkansas in 1957, the first girl to cross the line, to, like the picket line to go to be like the first black girl at the white school or whatever. And she was the first one. Well, in this old picture um, is Jerry Jones, a very young Jerry Jones in his 20s at the which freedom of speech, uh, right to assembly, whatever it is. What is that called when you protest? For, he w- yeah, he, he was there to protest against that um, black girl going to that Little Rock, Arkansas school. Not really they're the same. kind of thing you want out there when you're the owner of a football team that's predominantly black.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a big ouch right there.
0: <laughs> Speaking big of big ouch. big ouch, Vladimir Putin is living in fear for his life as his army retreats.
1: Good. Let him er- live in fear.
0: Earlier this month, this is from Puberty Latest. I'll send you their page. They're awesome to follow. Um, I'm pretty sure they're an English, an England, English-based, like, kind of um, mm. platform. Earlier this month, Russia announced it was withdrawing from Kherson region marking one of the most embarrassing defeats for Mr Putin and a potential <laughs> turning point in the war, which has reached its nine months in its nine months. Month. The loss of Kirshen, um the only regional capital Russia had captured in this conflict, dealt a heavy blow to plans to establish a land corridor to Crimea and secure a water supply to the Russian controlled peninsula. Putin is very afraid because there is no forgiveness in Russia to czars who lose wars. Um, an advisor to Ukraine of the, uh, an advisor to the Ukrainian president's chief of staff told the um, the Times. So he is, and I, I read somewhere else. Let me see if I have it. Um, where is it? Russian mob mob boss warns there's a change of power coming in the country. A mob boss. This is from Newsweek. A Russian mob boss warns civilians of a change of power in the country, saying that um, convicts recruited by the Wagner Group, a Russian mercenary outfit for Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine, will eventually wreak havoc in society. Um, in a video appeal that circulated on the social media this month, Grisha Mos- Moskowoski spoke out against Yevgeny, man, these are some rough names, a Putin ally, a <laughs> founder of the Wagner <laughs> Group, a Czech <laughs> leader, something Kadriov. Man, this is a this is a rough one to get through. You're
1: doing real well, though.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, saying that they're <laughs> creating two power groups. So, yeah, um, okay. you, you know what's bad when the Russian Mafia is like, all right, we've had enough of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I bet the Russian Mafia is absolutely fucking horrified.
0: Um, yeah, I. they don't scream to me like they're, oh, yeah, that's right. Speaking of Vladimir Putin-esque things, did you see the, the term of the year? No. Arium Webster, um, you know, the dictionary people, they came out and they announced what the word of the year is, or the no, the phrase of the year. hmm And it is gaslighting. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> oh.
1: Have
0: you ever heard of gaslighting before, Miss Emma? Oh.
1: Hasn't heard of gaslighting at this point.
0: So let's well, to the audience. What is gaslighting to you? How has it affected your relationships?
1: Well, gaslighting to me. I would say that my one of my exes who I truly, honest to God, whatever that is, believe was a narcissist. Would gaslight me all the fucking time. And he would, he would do it in a very stereotypical way, telling me that, like, the things that he, oh, I'm flickering over here, so if I lose power, um that, like, he, he would cheat on me. And he would be just like, well, I did it because you're, you were crazy, or something like that. Like, he would convince me that I was overreacting about things. Like, another example is, he, one morning, locked my car keys in my car. He did it. I was in the shower when he did this event. <laughs> I came <laughs> I laugh about it now because it's so ridiculous., yep. I get out of the shower and I go to like sit down on until like I go do my makeup. and he he like runs into the bedroom screaming at me that the car key's locked in the car and it's my fault. And I was like, I was in the shower, I have no idea what's happening. And he goes, "Well, I told you plenty of times to get the extra key from your mother's house and you haven't done that. So of course this is your fault. And I'm on the phone with like AAA trying to like get someone to unlock my car so we can go to work. This motherfucker calls himself an Uber and just leaves <laughs> the entire thing. And but is still texting me and calling me, telling me how this is my fault and how I have to pay him back for the Uber. So, like, gaslighting <laughs> is terrible. Cause at the end of the day, you know what I thought? I thought that was my fault that the whole situation happened. I look back on it now and I'm like,
0: Yeah, no. gaslighting is the behavior that's mind manipulating, grossly misleading and downright deceitful. Um, Lookups for the word on Merriam-Webster.com increased 1700 percent in 2022 over the year before. But something else has happened. There wasn't a single event that drove significant spikes in curiosity as it usually goes with the chosen word of the year. It's a word that has risen so quickly in the English language, and especially in the last four years, that it actually came as a surprise to me and many of us said. Peter Sokolowski, Merriam-Webster's editor at large, gaslighting is a heinous tool for, used frequently by abusers in relationships and by politicians and other newsmakers. It can happen between romantic partners, within a broader family unit, and among friends. It can be a corporate tactic or a way to mislead the public. There's also medical gaslighting when a healthcare professional dismisses a patient's symptoms or illness that it's all in your head. That happened Mm -hmm. to my wife Um, Mm -hmm. when she first gave birth, like, she gave birth at 27 weeks. Oh, wow. And um, a week before she gave birth, suddenly at 27 weeks, she was com- at her doctor's crying, complaining that like this, something's wrong, something feels wrong. And they told her how it's all in her head. And they got into such a big argument that security had to escort her out of the hospital. Wow. A week later, she started hemorrhaging at work. And exactly what she was afraid of is exactly what happened. It was so traumatic that they had to cut and tie her tubes right then and there so that she couldn't give birth again
1: jesus and, and like that doctor didn't do anything
0: no it's no it's the doctors so they they're, i know it's almost as if like they're protected like how the police are protected like
1: right
0: and yeah. there's so much oh, malpractice mind. insurance that it's not even worth sewing most of the time
1: Mhm. Oh, yeah, I know, because these hospitals, these for-profit hospitals are absolutely disgusting.
0: It's almost like you read in my mind. um, (laughs) Always. No, I'm serious, because I just literally read a thing from New York Magazine, um, and it's how hospice became a for-profit hustle. Um, You know what hospice is, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: For people that don't know what hospice is, is that when you go to the doctors, they tell you it's terminal and go get comfortable at home and we'll have caretakers, you know, drug you up and keep you, you know, going while you decide. My grandfather, both of my grandfathers turned away hospice, like ended up going, well, not turned away. They both, my one grandfather had lost a part of his leg and was severely like ill and my other grand grandfather was diagnosed with dementia and he was starting to lose his marbles and they both went to the hospital around the same time they both came home from the hospital within a week of each other and they both passed away within 2 weeks of each other
1: oh wow, wow.
0: and they both had hospice taking care of them in the house and that's where the important thing is hospice came to their house now there are these centers out there that are just keeping you alive just so they can bill your insurance over and over and over again. They give yeah. out it this the rehab system is is built to fail. And it's the same thing as a rehab for profits. It shouldn't be a for profit industry to help people.
1: No, it shouldn't. It it should not. It should just be a human right. Ex-
0: exactly. Pride.
1: Healthcare should uh, be a fucking human right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. And no, nope, there is just like, and I know somebody that works at one of those hospice centers, mm-hmm. but they're just trying to keep them comfortable because they don't have any other family that they could go home to, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. so that's what happens is like, say you go to rehab, you know, you go to the rehab clinic and then you stay in there for 28 days and then you go into a sober living. Well, This is basically so I know a guy that I grew up with and he ended up running a rehab in Florida and he would do so many urine tests so they could bill the insurance when it was way more than necessary just to keep billing the insurance. The longer they keep somebody alive on hospice, the more they can bill your bill your insurance and make more money.
1: Do you think that that is why assisted suicide is so turned down in America? Explain. So like, you know how in some states you can have like physician assisted suicides if your condition is terminal? Okay. And throughout, like, I think it's only like four out of the 50 states where you can get that done. And as you're you're just talking, this could totally not be it. This just could be how my brain works. I'm thinking, do they try to keep people alive like that when they're terminal and they're obviously suffering and, you know, letting them pass away with dignity would be the best option and there's no reason to keep them alive? Why do we do it if we know it's going to be terminal for them and they're going to suffer? Why don't we let them die with dignity, like kind of what it's called, dying with dignity? And now I'm thinking, is it so that they can just get more and more money
0: instead of just
1: letting these people pass away?
0: There's a reason why we don't have a cure for most cancers is because they make more money by billing the insurances over and over again. And insurance companies make their money because they're holding all your money. Say you pay $200 a month to your insurance, right? Right. They want to, or say car insurance even, say it's 100 bucks a month for argument's sake. Say you get in an accident and they're supposed to cut you a check for like 500 bucks. The every day that they don't send you that money, they're earning interest on it. They put all their money together into one bank where they can earn interest on the money. So the longer they hold out without cutting you a check, every day that they wait cutting you a check is actually giving them um, more money because it's sitting in the account where they're gaining interest on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's it's just so sad. And I know we've like touched on it before, but it's like, these people could not give two flying fucks about the, anybody but themselves. And all they care about is, is making a bigger profit, making more money while people sit at home and they're in pain and they're suffering. But they don't care because they're getting
0: money off of it. Speaking of cancer, because like my dad right now has stage four colon and stomach cancer. Oh,
1: I'm
0: sorry. Um, but I read a thing the other day. Over 2,000 Australians strip nude for skin cancer awareness and go into the ocean. <laughs>
1: Dude, oh, my gosh. That's crazy.
0: 2,000 Australians strip nude that's for skin awesome. cancer. And this is one of those puberty latest that I'm going to send you their page. Mm -hmm. Um, No buts about the importance of this message from down under, but plenty of bare (laughs)
1: bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. I like that one. That's a cute tagline.
0: A crowd of approximately 2,500 Aussies stripped down to their birthday suits Saturday on Sydney's Bondi Beach to remind people to get regular checks for skin cancer, the country's fourth most common cancer. Oh wow! That's awesome.
1: That's that hilarious. is awesome.
0: Oh, speaking of hilarious, um, in San Francisco, this is from Unilad. Um, they are currently working on a robot that's a cop. Literally, real life Robocop. Why? I wish Did I had that, that go answer. Wrong? Previously, robots were prohibited from being used by police as use of force against any person. However, San Francisco police are now um, proposing they should be able to give robots the power to attack people and even perhaps the <laughs> ability to take a human, this is real, to take a human life. The previous guidance written by local lawmakers read robots shall not be used as a force of against any person. However, this policy has since been edited by San Francisco police. It now states robots will only be used as a deadly force option when risk of loss of life to members of the public or officers are imminent and outweigh any other. So, yeah, they're teaching these robots to kill.
1: So they're teaching the robots to protect white people.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's what they're doing. First off, the sentence, teaching robots to kill, is absolutely insane to me. Uh, This is a plan. And, like, I I feel like I'm going down, like, conspiracy road here or some shit. But, like, this is a plan to protect pigs, cops, and white people. That's what that is.
0: San Francisco is a pretty white city. But San Francisco also has um, one of the biggest homeless populations also. Like so that's
1: I, how they plan to deal with
0: it. I know, I, they're only from what I read, um because I read more on it, is it's its for situations where there's an active shooter so, so hear me out and and it kind of makes mind. sense. It kind of makes sense. say um the say there's an active shooter in a school. Instead of sending in a bunch of cops who could get shot and killed in the line of duty, they would send in a robot, almost like they they have, like, bomb-sniffing robots to make sure that if anyone blows up, it's the robot and not the person who's testing it, Where, where loss of life is imminent. So that means, like, a school shooting. And instead of a bunch of officers running in and catching fire, they would send these robots in that are repel bullets and can actually be controlled by somebody who can decide to pull the trigger or not. So it's not just like a robot going in on his own terms (laughs) and it's going to be man controlled from what I read. Um, But yeah, to a precinct near you.
1: (laughs) I think that is a horrendous idea. Um, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about that. Uh, how is that law going to be set up when a cop uh, kills an innocent person? Because you know that they will with a robot. Mm-hmm. Are, are they going to be charged for pulling their robot's trigger like that?
0: The cops aren't even charged now pulling the real trigger themselves. So what's the difference?
1: When, when a robot kills a black man or a person of color and the cop behind it goes, oh, well the, well the, the the robot malfunctioned. <sighs> Because you know they're going to fucking pull that shit. That's
0: exactly what would happen.
1: That's 100% what will happen. And there's going to be more fucking cops let off the hook. Like they all already are when they do stupid shit.
0: So I do have something that's actually not pro cops. It's more um, court systems. So okay. Supreme Court in Canada rules unan. Un- oh my God unanimously (laughs) that's I was
1: trying to figure out how to say it in my head for a second
0: unanimously Supreme Court in Canada rules you and for those who don't know unanimously means everybody that it's completely legal to lure pedophiles with online fake advertisements
1: oh that's so good that is so good
0: this is from Unilad um the highest court in the judicial system in the country has ruled that that police investigator investigations targeting adults who attempted to have sex with children constitutes does not constitute policing uh, entrapment so these four guys that were lured by the police like five years ago mm-hmm. um, are all suing together that it was it, <laughs> yeah for real that's why this was even a a, a thing
1: oh my god.
0: That's and crazy. they were claiming it was entrapment, that the cops lured them there. Uh, yeah, it, it's entrapment. But guess what? You're still the one who is trying to hook up with a the kid. There's this guy in Scranton. Well, mm-hmm. the Scranton area. Big black dude. And intimidating <laughs> looking. He's intimidating looking. And he made the paper so many times. Because he keeps on luring these pedophiles in, like, and I'm talking oh my gosh, like, awesome. like mayors, like police chief, like big people, big names, and mm-hmm. he's been luring them in. And when they show up at like the 7-Eleven, he's recording live on his Facebook. And
1: oh my gosh, I I follow some of these people on YouTube. The there was one dude here in Massachusetts. He he caught the Boston police chief. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And he was like all over the news for it and shit. Oh, mass mass poachers or something like that. He's on YouTube. He's he's awesome. I love watching him.
0: That police chief got into a shitload of trouble.
1: Oh, I can imagine he did. I I never followed up with it. I just saw it and I was like, holy shit. that's I That was
0: that was like three years ago, right?
1: I think it was, yeah, two or three years ago at this point. Like, YouTube, like, wouldn't let him put it on, like, the channel or something. Get kept getting taken down. And I think the court case, like, really wasn't that long ago.
0: Speaking of Canada, and not Canada, but England, um, in the U.K., um, 100 U.K. companies switched to four-day work weeks with no pay cut.
1: Oh, good for that.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool You thing.
1: know, the last country to do that's going to be the U.S.
0: <laughs> oh, without a doubt.
1: I doubt the don't, U.S. will never even do it. <laughs>
0: that's what I was gonna say. I doubt we would even ever do it.
1: No, no, it will start to happen when like Gen Z is finally in office. I think.
0: Oh my God! I read the craziest thing earlier. There, forty-eight thousand-year-old zombie virus revived by scientists in Russia. Russia. Yeah. So. Russia. The thawing. <laughs> of an ancient permafrost due to climate change may may pose a new threat to humans, according to researchers who revived nearly two dozen viruses, including one frozen under a lake more than 49,000 years ago. European researchers examined ancient samples and collected from permafrost in the Siberia region of Russia and they revived and characterized 13 new pathogens what they termed zombie viruses and found that they remained infectious despite spending many millennia trapped in the frozen ground. Scientists have long warned that the thawing of permafrost due to atmospheric warming will worsen climate change by freeing previously trapped greenhouse gases and like methane but its effect on dormant pathogens is well understood so that is wild 49
1: can't say that they didn't warn us about it for multiple years that this was going to happen yeah you know what they'll do is they'll probably they'll do research on it put out more vaccines right and then You'll have anti-vaxxers
0: for forever. <laughs> Speaking of anti-vaxxers, we might as well talk about Kanye since it's just it was bound to happen. Oh, um, boy, what? I, I, former Yeezy ahead. employee says working for Kanye West was like being in a cult. She's had therapy since leaving the company. Well,
1: that's good.
0: She's going to therapy for it. Yeah, I mean, she. We can't go like either. And then plus. Not to mention the big dinner. Have you heard about the big dinner the other day?
1: I, I, I've i seen a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so those
0: people. who don't know about the dinner the other day, um, good old DGT, DJT John, Donald Trump had mm-hmm. broke bread and had dinner with Kanye and Nick Fuentes. Ew. Ew. Hey.
1: I hate his name. I
0: hate him. Nick Fuentes or Kanye? Sorry.
1: i hate them both pretty equally but like for kind of different reasons
0: <laughs> so, Well, they're both racist so we can start <laughs>
1: they're both racist yeah i think nick fuentes i'm sorry i cannot pronounce his last name correctly um you went on like a fucking rant about not being gay
0: <laughs> he's been like, on, met on a few different rants from what i've seen
1: yeah and i'm like are you sure like, it's okay if you are, but like, you are going on a 20 minute rant right now about how you're not gay and how you've never had a girlfriend, which makes you less gay. So it's
0: just like, <laughs> but, <laughs> I had to send you this video on um, it, the Daily Show posted it, and it's like this clip on Nick Fuentes, and he looks like he doesn't have a neck. Like, my wife pointed out to me, he's always leaning forward when he's yelling, and so it makes his (laughs) neck disappear, but he seriously, he looks like his face was, like, super-imposed, like, on this body that was supposed to be fucking, yeah.
1: He is a, um, he's an individual that is also, like, society would be better if he just stopped talking for, like... Not, I'm not saying this is a threatening way, people, so chill out. But like he just needs to shut the fuck up and stop talking.
0: From what Eminem says most very famously, he's the shit he's the shit smear on the underwear of life.
1: <laughs> yes. Every single person at that dinner is
0: that. Yes. I, I can't um and then Trump is like, I've never even knew the guy. It was a surprise to me. He's like Bro, you know there's footage of you meeting him at other places, right?
1: It's like, well, anything Trump says, you you believe the opposite of it. That's how he always outs himself. He, he says such stupid shit, and you're like, okay, so that actually happened.
0: <laughs> I think the rise in the gaslighting terms was people... Because <laughs> that's all no, he does honestly, is gaslight people.
1: Honestly, I think that the rise in the term gaslighting has a lot to do with politicians... More well, I think a lot of people are realizing
0: they're in shitty you know, relationships. and in shitty
1: relationships, and I think I think it comes from both ends, men and and women. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. mostly women, but I think that it's probably coming a lot from Donald Trump, and people are learning that term from Donald and Trump. TikTok. In TikTok, yes, which contributes it to Donald Trump and men. Yeah. And everyone's on TikTok. TikTok,
0: I mean that's where a lot of the viewing goes down is TikTok for sure. Um
1: I know they're gonna be after that one next after uh Elon completes his uh rushing task of shutting down Twitter.
0: I saw that speaking of crazy assholes, Iran has had a huge outpouring of people showing up to protest.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Like I saw
0: that. They're at the point now where they can't even crowd control because it's gotten so like such a big movement. It started with like the cat. (laughs) And and she's going crazy. What do you what do you have? What do you have, Scuba? Can you hear her?
1: Yeah, I hear her a little pitter-patter.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's going crazy over something on the ground. I don't know what it is, but she's stalking the hell out of it. She's stalking it so bad right now. What is it, Scoobies? I got my cat uh,
1: catnip spray.
0: There's spray catnip?
1: Yeah, I had no idea. You just, like, spray it on stuff. My cats go absolutely insane. They like They're, like, dragging their faces along my carpet.
0: <laughs> That's like mine with puree. They go, they love puree. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know that stuff that you can just like squeeze out on the tube.
1: Yeah, the um, there's puree and then this this churu I get the churros. They're like cat go goods, right?
0: Yeah, it's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll like put it on the top of their food, like their dry food. You mm-hmm. kind of get the party started and get the bowl <laughs> rolling.
1: <laughs> I I give it well since Potato had surgery, we're still we're still trying to break out of our surgery routine, and <laughs> we're still getting snacks when we shouldn't be getting them. But they get a churu at 8:30 every single morning, and then sometimes depending on how late I get home, they will get half of a churu each.
0: I'm going to have to hook them up with some puree when I go downstairs again.
1: Yeah, well, it sounds like they need it.
0: Salmon, salmon and chicken. Scuba will eat either one, and Diver will only eat um, chicken.
1: Oh, really? So, so
0: Scuba cow- will eat either one. She doesn't care. She's not picky.
1: That's, that's potato. Potato will eat, like, pretty much anything. Little. Like, she will only eat... I'm 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 trying to get them on a better food, like an all-natural food. And potato doesn't give a shit. She'll fucking eat whatever. Little will only eat the blue wet food, chicken, tender morsels. She doesn't want pate. She doesn't want flakes. She doesn't want mints. She wants tender morsels, chicken flavor, and it has to be blue.
0: And they have to see that you're using the right kind, right?
1: Yes. Yep. I'm like, you are so rude. I'm trying to do this for your health, and you're being a bitch.
0: <laughs> if the shoe fits.
1: But Potato takes it just fine. She doesn't give a shit. But she can only be on pate wet food. She has, like, no teeth anymore. so.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the one who just had the surgery, right?
1: Yeah. She had surgery in September.
0: And still recuperating. Bitch, <laughs> you know what I read earlier that and this is uh, not even a segue it's just it was I popped up on my phone um I was reading of because like so I was an addict as we both know I am an addict I'm just in recovery um I'll have three years sober the end of February um and four and a half years from my drug of choice Percocets um and I used to back in like 2012, 2013, 2014, I doctor shopped. You know what that is?
1: Yeah, I think we yeah. went over it.
0: So I was doctor shopping back then and it was basically like the doctors were like, well, what do you want? And then you tell them what you want and they gave you a script for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you paid cash when you went there. They didn't accept insurance. They only accepted cash. It was so shady. Um, This couple just did assisted suicides um, together because this guy was cut off from his medications because the DEA was, like, cracking down on fentanyl. And, unfortunately, they took this guy's—this guy was electrocuted in 1992 and almost died. And he survived but had chronic pain in his body after he survived it. So he legitimately needed the medicine— and since the DEA is like what do they call that? Um, overcorrecting. Oh, yep. The DEA went so overboard that now people who actually need the medication and the guy after like ten days of being without the medication killed himself because it was that it was easier for him to do that than live in pain.
1: That is so sad and it, it it's really sad because people who live in chronic pain and like I don't live in chronic pain I can only imagine what it's like but like people who live in chronic pain get like we were just talking about gaslit by medical professionals so much and they are literally just told to just sit in your pain and fucking deal with it and it's like not like I understand fentanyl is such like a deadly drug I get it I've only had it once and I know you can be super addicted to it, but, it's like, they do need that medicine to, to live a normal, a relatively normal for him life. Yeah. And they're just, like, deal with it. Like, how is that even humane?
0: And they, uh, this is the overcorrecting. It's like, well, we're just going to shut down everybody. And this way no one can get it at all. Like, no, there's still a medical need for it. It's like how if you're in the hospital and they give you something that you're not gonna take home with you, it was needed in that moment that they gave you that medication. Like I was given fentanyl against my will. Um, and it was I was in the hospital getting my gallbladder removed and mm-hmm. I told the doctors before putting me under, I don't want any fentanyl. And they were like, okay, well, if we need, I'm like, no, like you don't understand. Like if I wake up and I'm high, from the fentanyl i'll know it and it won't be a good thing for me because it can fuck yeah. with my head and the fucks my recovery i mean it's not breaking if doctors give it to you it's not considered breaking your sobriety so if a doctor okay. gave it to me doesn't mean i'm not sober anymore um which is important to know because like i i was adamant about not giving me any and i woke up from the surgery and i said man i feel really high right now they're like oh it's the anesthesia i said no this is not anesthesia this is i feel high and then the doctor like walks by and he was just like oh yeah you look really uncomfortable so i had to give you some dilaudid and give you some fentanyl i'm like dude you know what's gonna happen to my body now he said you'll be fine and then i threw up for 18 straight hours and i went into precipitated withdrawal my body so which you and i told them that's what would happen i said that like my body is going to be like oh cool opiates and then try to pounce on it and then i rejected it so i started vomiting for hours on end
1: and your body remembers everything so your body is like we're back in this game now
0: that's exactly what happens and especially even your head like thank yeah. god I, I work such a like rigorous program when it comes to like how my sobriety is now open my sobriety is like i talk about it openly on my other podcast Mm -hmm. um and i really feel like doctors don't give a shit
1: doctors don't give a shit when it comes to it
0: was like it it was i once had a doctor (laughs) like i've had many doctor experiences most negative and talk about doctors gaslighting like that's a whole other subject um but i once um i got salmonella right Uh, about a year and a half ago say we had a tortoise and i always play with them and if you don't wash your hands like i wash my hands all the time but like if you don't rigorously wash them after touching the tortoise you can get salmonella yeah yeah um so i got salmonella and it's extremely dehydrating and i took my wife to get like a three-hour mri because she had to do one of those long ones for her ms
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i had to go to the hospital 14 hours in the middle of the night at like 2 a.m to get rehydrated by a saline bag oh, so cut to 12 hours later it's now 2 p.m and i just dropped my wife off to get a three-hour mri done And I had time to kill. So I'm like, while I'm here, I might as well get another bag of saline because I feel so dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And the doctor turned me away and said that I couldn't do that and put in my chart that it was addict-like mentality. I'm like, what? What? Like, if you even read my chart, you would have seen that I wasn't an IV user. If you would have read my chart... Like, and on top of that, it's saline. You can't get high from saline.
1: So, that is absolutely insane. That you're asking for, to be hydrated.
0: Hydrated with saline.
1: And they're saying it's addict-like behavior. Doctors.
0: And in my chart. And in my chart. Like, that looks so bad. Oh my gosh, it's
1: like there forever. Unless you try to, like, fight that. And what are they going to do? Because you're an addict.
0: Exactly. They don't care.
1: No, and and that's such a problem within the medical field. And like I've seen it in, in where I work too. You know, I, I work a lot with medical records. And it's like I've never seen it with the doctors that I personally work with, but like with seeing other people's charts is like when someone's an addict, they correlate that to absolutely everything when it has nothing to do with most things.
0: It's oh, crazy. it's e- it's even worse than that. When I got hurt last year, I, like, bruised my coccyx or whatever, or your tailbone, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I ended up, um, I I needed some, they needed to give me pills, and they wouldn't give me any kind of painkiller because of me being an addict, but yet they were okay with prescribing me Suboxin for the pain. Like suboxin is way worse than pills. Like, I don't want you to give me a medication that people get addicted to way easier than pills because people get high on suboxin.
1: Right. Like, and, and you're supposed to taper off the suboxin, right? Like, you're not yeah. even supposed to be on suboxin for a long time. No, you're not tapering be- medication.
0: And but no, but that's what they want you to like. But then they're going to continue to give you like, I knew somebody they got three strips a day, like ninety. A supply of 90 for the month it's like you don't need to take that much suboxone
1: no i i used to work and i'm not gonna go down the road of any information on this but like i used to work at a um an outpatient psychiatric facility and this provider that i worked for was prescribing suboxone for years to this to the same people and it's three times a day you know for the past however many years and when i first got into that i didn't know that you weren't supposed to be on suboxone for that long and that you were supposed to taper off of it like that was something brand new to me to know and so i thought that this was totally normal until somebody mentioned it to me and then i started looking into it and i'm like you just took these these people and just gave them a whole new addiction And you're just willfully giving them that medication and just letting them kill themselves.
0: Yeah, it's it's like methadone. It's like methadone.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. It is kind of like methadone. And I don't have a lot of knowledge on methadone, but I hear that same thing.
0: Well, the difference is you you could take your, like, you go to a clinic every day. For the first, like, year and a half, you have to go to the clinic every day to get your methadone. And then once they, they get enough negative drug tests and then you start, like, getting a good reputation that you can take your pills home with you and just come there once a month. Um, but the, the point is, is, I know an addict who is really vocal about his addiction who was on methadone throughout his entire addiction because you could still get high. If you say he gave me methadone, it would stop me from withdrawing all day. But Mm -hmm. if I want to get high, I can. Now, Suboxone blocks that. So if you take Suboxone and then you do a line of heroin, then it's going to not work together and it's going to make you extremely sick. Mm -hmm. So that's why Suboxone is, in my opinion, better than Methadone because at least with Suboxone, people aren't turning around and getting high once they take their Suboxone. Once you take your sub. If you get try doing your drug of choice, it's going to be a waste. It's not going to work because it's blocking those receptors that your brain is connecting. But you can take methadone and then still get high an hour later. Like, that's okay.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, because there were some patients I remember that used to go to a methadone clinic because we would have to send over our information over to the methadone clinic um, from, like, the drug test that they had to take with us and whatnot. I do not really know much about the methadone clinic. All I know is I was faxing them all the time. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's it's such a racket. It's it's the gaslighting. It's the you're fine. I know best, and it's like I know my body. <laughs> it,
1: exactly. And it's like I mean, it, it's it's like with everything too. And I feel like doctors are so hyper focused on like who's an addict. And like why you're actually like I went to an urgent care and I got my wisdom teeth out because I thought I had dry socket and they gave me oxy after my wisdom teeth removal. And so I went to the urgent care, I thought I had dry socket and I was asking for like this magic mouthwash, they call it. And I and she looks at me, and she goes, Well, I'm not giving you any more oxy. And I was like, I never once mentioned the word oxy, I mentioned mouthwash. And it's like not even in my chart because I've never had that. I've never had an addiction to medication yeah. or anything like that. So it's just like, why are you so hyper focused on that? <laughs> you don't need to be. Just listen to what the person is telling you and try to help them with it instead of just saying, Well, you're not getting any more.
0: Yeah, it's so, like you didn't go there for that.
1: Exactly. And it's like it's like that with addicts. They can go to a doctor's for something completely different and then they look at them and be like, Well, you're an addict. You're an so addict. So you're lying.
0: Yeah, my record says I am both AUD and SUD, um, which is the, what is that called? The DMSL or, you know what I'm talking about? The,
1: the DSM?
0: The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, DSM,
1: what are we at seven now? DSM seven,
0: I think. Something like that. Well, that is the official like term. For you, those you don't know, that's like the directory where you find out what every kind of illness is out there. And yeah, like
1: the billing codes and like ICD codes and stuff yep. like that.
0: And AUD and SUD is alcohol use disorder and substance use disorder. Mm-hmm. So in my chart, it says <laughs> I have AUD. It says I have SUD. It says I have bipolar. It says it's a mess.
1: Yeah. And like with the dual diagnosis, it even just hits you even harder when it comes to like doctors and trying to treat you. Because it's like, well, if it's not your addiction it's your mental illness so it's your bipolar you're having a manic episode or something like that and it's just like no I think I'm just having like an actual health problem (laughs) that I need you to focus on
0: (laughs) yep um and it's been like one of those like tight ropes of like which medications to and to not take because I don't want to like get high on my own medicine you know what I mean because right
1: Right.
0: but yeah it's definitely something we went off a lot of rants but we usually Um. Yeah, being an addict is. I I hate to say get pity on us because like the whole point is to not like enable, but there's a lot of us in recovery that are truly done getting high, and um is it's been four and a half years, like cut me some slack.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, it's still it's it's still all about the stigma, and it's still like people see addiction as a choice you know, you chose to do this instead of actually like getting to know the person and like figuring out why this is like this for this individual. Instead of just looking at them and be like, they're an addict, they chose to live that lifestyle. Nobody chooses to live that type of lifestyle. No, Nobody it's exhausting. Wants to do that. It is. I can only imagine how exhausting it is to constantly live that life.
0: Oh it, it was every day I would always be like, well, that's future JD's problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every be like, well, that's like if I only had three pills left, guess what? I'm doing all three as opposed to normal. People be like, I'll take one today, one tomorrow, one Thursday. And I'm like, no, I'll do all three right now and I'll figure it out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, it's chaos and a lot of people, they, they love the chaos.
1: Oh really? I bet it's probably that itself is
0: probably in Oh yeah addiction. I, I know a girl that's um I met in rehab and she lived in Virginia, which isn't far from me. So like we've hung out since being back from rehab. And she'll tell you that her one of her addictions was chaos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She needed that chaos in her life. So when things got good, then it was she felt like she needed to be chaotic because things shouldn't be good they need to be chaos that kind of mentality
1: yeah as stuff always needs to be going you can't like actually sit like with yourself and like acknowledge like the good things happening because that it shouldn't be like that like when is the other shoe going to drop
0: yeah that's why why meditation is so hard for addicts meditation is an important thing to learn how to do but it can be really hard at first because your mind is racing and there's nothing slowing it down like drugs or alcohol that helps slow it down your mind's racing and the silence is deafening to meditate um it was really hard for me for the first four or five months to actually meditate it was yeah, about...
1: you're supposed to, uh, like at like a minute what's that and then, like work your way yeah up, oh
0: like... yeah start at, like a minute yeah yeah well it's it's also you pick when and where you meditate i would my part of my meditation would be driving
1: mm, and that's a drive, good
0: one. driving in silence without the rate like a sociopath with the radio off <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i do that sometimes sometimes you like the music or like whatever is just too much and you just need to like drive in in silence and listen to the road and <laughs> that, that's enough
0: <laughs> yeah and no, that seriously that's that's where i would do my best thinking is on a long car ride by myself, turn the radio off, and then play the tape back. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened in the last 24 hours? Play that tape back. See if I did the right thing, did the wrong thing. You know, I could do better at being with my partner. You know what I mean? Like, um, You learn that through meditation. You learn mm-hmm. your strengths and your weaknesses when you actually sit with yourself and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. The important. You learn a
1: thing. lot about yourself that way. <laughs> yeah. It's the only fucking way to do it is like you actually have to sit with yourself. Yeah. And critique yourself, and you have to be like open to doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't have any other news stories of the week. I think I ran my gamut. Did you have anything yeah. specifically that you or did we hit it? Probably.
1: I think we hit a lot, and even more.
0: <laughs> well thanks everybody that's been listening our episodes are getting more and more listeners each one um, please like rate subscribe rate a review even rate a review actually works really well so follow us on twitter yeah it, it, follow <laughs> her on twitter
1: you can watch me get blocked by karen's or kathy's i'm sorry it, kathy. wait,
0: wait what is it kathy now
1: Oh no! Well, Kathy is the one that blocked me on Twitter.
0: Kathy was After, being Karen.
1: She, yeah, she was being a bitch. You put in your Twitter bio the people that have blocked you, and I call you out for it because it's stupid to do that. And then you make some stupid comment to me, and then you block me. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope she puts me in there saying that I blocked her. Whatever. That was fun. I can't wait to do it again. Good. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Thanks.